Thank you for tuning in to the Far Better Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we seek to please God now, so our eternity is far better. Here is your host, Michael Clark. Thanks for tuning in to Far Better, a podcast on the network of Scattered Abroad. I'm your host, Michael Clark. Glad that you're taking some time to sit down and listen to this first season, which I've entitled A Christian and Crohn's, detailing my life of what I dealt with when I was diagnosed with Crohn's up until now with this disease, this illness. I haven't said this yet, but maybe somebody listening has Crohn's disease, I would love for you to reach out and talk to me about your journey, what's happened to you, uh, maybe some tips, some advice that you would find to be helpful and beneficial. Um, You know, us cronies, please forgive the bad joke, need to stick together, and I would love to have more people in my life that I know are struggling with the same thing I'm struggling with. And so if you have this illness, even colitis, please reach out to me. You can find my contact information in the show notes, as well as all of our social media links. Uh, Please make sure to go and follow us on all of our major uh, social media. I mean, I don't even know what you call them, but you can find us on major social media outputs, and we would love for you to give us a follow and listen to our other podcasts as well. This episode and the next episode, we're going to be talking about Crohn's disease and school. Now, I did not get Crohn's disease until I was a uh, high school graduate. In fact, I was 21 when I was diagnosed, and so I was in college, for lack of a better word at the time. I studied at the Memphis School of Preaching, and I was diagnosed right about six months in to my first year. Now, for those that don't know, the Memphis School of Preaching is a two-year program in Memphis, Tennessee, that trains young men and, well, not just young men, just men in general, on how to preach and teach the Bible to the world. And so I was a six months, about six months in to my time there at MSOP when I was officially diagnosed. And when I got diagnosed, they put me on prednisone, as we talked about in a previous episode. And I started to feel a little bit better but I was still having some difficulties because one of the things, I'll say this in the, in the nicest and easiest way possible, one of the things about Crohn's disease that is not fun is you are a frequent flyer in the restroom. You, you go to the bathroom a lot. And so it was not uncommon because of my severeness of this disease as well for me to be in the restroom for half of my classes each each class period. You know, a typical class at MSOP was about an hour long. You have a 10-minute break, and then you go back for another hour. I was many times, especially after lunch, after you eat, in the restroom for a lot of that time in pain and dealing with the, the difficulties of Crohn's. And so when I think about the time that I missed in school, I need to give a, a shout-out. I can't mention people by name because I'm going to forget some people, but I had I had several students that went to school with me, classmates, that were gracious to give me their notes. You know, Memphis, people have said you drop your pen and you pick it up, and in the time that it took you to do that, you've missed out on pages worth of notes. And I used to think that wasn't true, and then I went to MSOP and I started realizing, man, they get stuff out quick. 
and the information that you're given. I mean, it's two years. You cover the entire Bible. That's a lot in two years. And so these teachers are going as fast as they can to try to teach and to preach and give us all the information that we need and the tests and all of that other stuff. And so the time that I missed at school, or let me let me rephrase that, the time I missed in class, we're going to talk about that first, was a lot because I would get to school and there were days where I didn't feel good and I'd have to go home and I would only be there for half a day or I'd get to school and I would be feeling fine and then I'd go to lunch and I'd eat something and the rest of the day I'm just sitting in class having attack after attack and it's hard. Crohn's disease is, I don't know how they put it because I haven't really read up on it as much as I probably should being diagnosed with it, but it's it's one of those illnesses that's invisible. You know, you, you don't necessarily see the effects of the disease. Um, I mean, I lost a lot of weight, but other than that, I looked completely healthy. And I used to say that I wish I could have a red light that would go off every time I was having an attack to kind of showcase to those that were kind of curious as to whether I was really sick or not. No, I, I am. And every time I have an attack, it's bad. It's painful. Um, you know, imagine, and this is going to be a, a kind of a crude illustration as far as it doesn't do it justice, I should say. Imagine being sucker punched in the stomach. And when they do, their fist actually hits you so hard that they get all the way to your back and then they're slowly pulling out as they're finishing hitting you. And the entire time, your entire stomach is just spreading in pain. That's kind of what it feels like. And it's hard to breathe. It's hard to think. And so there were many times where I would be having an attack and I would just have to... <sighs> over and over and over and over again. And finally it would so you know surpass. And so I missed a lot of time in class because of that very thing. But I need to shift to just time at school in general because missing... A little bit of a portion of a class is not that big of a deal, but I had to miss days of school with this thing. And there have been times where I've had to miss days at my job because I uh, I just wake up and I'm not feeling good. Part of me missing school, though, also came with the doctor's appointments. You know, that's the thing about Crohn's, that if you have it, you know, and if you don't, you understand, though, at the same time. Having Crohn's disease is... Very much a scary thing. I've mentioned this before in the season, but, you know, you can get cancer. And so the doctors and nurses that attend to your needs, they need to see you on a regular basis. Um, and the research study that I'm a part of, that I was a part of at the time I was in school, I had to go constantly to be checked up on and to be looked at and to make sure that I was progressing properly within the treatment. And... That would require me to miss school. Now, typically speaking, MSOP, you know, you're, you're not really expected to miss class. You sign up, and uh, for lack of a better word, it's, it's preacher boot camp. You know, you're going to spend the next two years of your life studying God's Word and doing everything you can to be involved in studying so that you can graduate on time. And so there's not a whole lot of time for recreational activity. Not that there's no time, but it, it's an intensive, you know, two years. So I missed a ton of time at school. 
And I am thankful that despite what you might have heard, if you have heard anything bad about MSOP, let me just tell you, I know no school is perfect. None of the instructors would tell you that MSOP is perfect. But man, if they're not understanding. Man, if they were not some of the most compassionate people during those two years that I was really blessed to have. And some of them have gone on to their reward. And I miss them. And they struggled with their own health difficulties. Many of the instructors have some type of health difficulty or know someone that they're caring for or were caring for that had health difficulties. And they're so compassionate. I was blessed to go to the Memphis School of Preaching. I met some of the best people, people that I'm with that scattered abroad right now that you know, the hosts of our programs, they all come from Memphis School of Preaching, and many of them overlapped with myself or with some other hosts around the same time. You know, they talk about the Kevin Bacon effect where you can trace anybody's career back to Kevin Bacon somehow. You can do that with these hosts of our podcast because all of us went to school with somebody who went to school with somebody who went to school with me or went to school with Caleb or Jameson. It it just all connects. And MSOP taught me to be compassionate more than I I am. More than I've been, I guess. (laughs) I... I can't say that I didn't deserve to get Crohn's disease because I'm such a good person, because that's not true. I've sinned. I I don't think that surprises you, and if it does, you know, surprise. I'm a human being. Romans 3.23, Romans 6.3 and 4 talks about the need for salvation because there's nobody exempt from sin other than Jesus Christ. And so I'm not a perfect person. And in that regard, it's not like I was smitten like Job because I was some faithful man of God that was being tested by the devil and and by God to showcase my loyalty to the Lord. That's not why I got Crohn's disease. But I do know there are people in this world who suffer Because of righteousness. Look around the world and ask yourself the question, does America, does the world as a whole, accept God? I'll give you a great example. Watching TV the other day. And the TV show is showing a person reading the Bible. And this person's reading the Bible, and they're talking about how it's a great book, and yet in the same show, it was disheartening because there's still some sinful things in it. And what I often see about people is an acceptance of God until. I'll accept God until I don't feel like it anymore because it finally becomes too much for me. Or I'll accept God until he steps on my toes. But then there are people like you and like me that are, that are Christians 
that are trying to do what's right, and yet we're going to be persecuted for doing that. Now, how we're persecuted in this country, in America, where I live, is way different than what I read about in the Bible. It's way different than what we read about in some countries, and we're going to talk about that in next season, so I, I don't really want to jump too far ahead. But I can tell you this much. There are people who are persecuted because they're righteous. And I want to tell you what Jesus says about these individuals in Matthew 5, 10 through 12. He says, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So what? I'm sick. I've gotten used to it. So what? Your friends think that you're a Jesus freak. Shouldn't you be used to it? So what? The world and, and our country rejects morality and rejects all of the things and, and makes us suffer in some way or another because we want to be moral people. So what? I, I'm not a Baltimore Ravens fan. But I saw a shirt worn by their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, I think sometime last year. And the shirt says, nobody cares, work harder. And I think we could modify that to, nobody but Jesus cares, serve harder. You're going to suffer. I, I mean... This whole season might sound depressing, and it might seem like, you know, well, where's the hope? The hope is the fact that no matter what happens, you have an opportunity to get to the other side. You know, you go to the dentist, and it's a really rough appointment. It's painful. Three weeks later, how do you feel? Of course, I know sometimes the dentist needs to do more work and other things, but let's just say everything is done as it's supposed to. And three weeks go by, how do you feel? If that's true about dental work, wouldn't it be even more true for this life that we'll suffer for a little while and maybe even be persecuted for righteousness' sake? But that in the end, we win. That's the whole point of the book of Revelation. And really, it's the whole point of the Bible. In the end, we win. So let's play the game. Don't quit. Don't give up. Again, I, I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of Far Better on Scattered Abroad. We'll be back next week with part two of this episode. Well, really, this title. But my time's running out. So I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. 
We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.